0: Recorded. It's like so robotic. You know, it's like it
1: is a little bit robotic.
0: It's being recorded.
1: <laughs> We're being recorded everything we do. I know everything. What's the big everything? Thing? I know. <laughs> I got a new iPhone today and I'm like scared to activate it because I'm like, oh my gosh. Like
0: what'd you get? Did you get the 12?
1: You know what? I just replaced my um I have okay. the, I think it's the 11 XS Max. I like the camera on it, so I didn't yeah. upgrade to the 12.
0: I got the twelve. It's, it's pretty amazing. It's like uh, I
1: know. It's like why even have a regular camera anymore? You don't. They're not you know, as good.
0: No, and on this one, like you can shoot in like Dolby or whatever, like movie style shooting
1: on oh, the videos. So maybe I, sh- I should have upgraded.
0: I know. What are you? What were you thinking?
1: No, I actually literally <laughs> all I did was I it had a big crack in the back, and I yeah. um, replaced it, so I didn't upgrade yet. I'm yeah. eligible though, so that'll be next.
0: That's good, that's good. Well, listen, thanks for being on. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I saw your profile and I was like, yeah, this has got to happen. This has to happen. <laughs> DNA sleuth, right? <laughs> it's true. Okay, it so let's true. get into this. What does that actually, what does that mean? Like, tell me a little bit about it.
1: So when DNA came out in terms of... Um, people being able to take DNA tests at home for for genealogy purposes. I took a test because I was very into genealogy. I did one. And when I got the results back, I uh, saw that there were all of these relatives who had also had taken the test that were connected to me. And I went, oh boy, (laughs) this is crazy. Yeah, This is going to open up a plethora of amazing stories, crazy stories. And I was pretty much like, oh, it's on, like it's going down. And many years later, probably five years later, since I took it, maybe about, you know, well, maybe five years later is, yes, that did happen as you're seeing the news and and you can uh, read in articles, but about two, two to three years ago, I, I, I should backtrack a little bit. I started I started getting hired by people to help them do their DNA and to help them with like their family trees, which was really interesting to do. I really I really enjoyed yeah. doing it. And then I started finding mistakes in their family trees. Grandpa's not really grandpa because really? according to the Yeah, just I mean that's naturally you're looking at these people who your DNA matches, you got to figure out how you're related to them. And some people were didn't believe it, of course. I'm like, oh, you yeah. did the DNA. I mean, you did it for a reason. So you must, you know, you must have had some some belief at some point. And now maybe you don't, because it doesn't quite come back the way that you expected it to. Now, about three years ago, people started hiring me who were truly they had no idea anything about their their biological history. They were adopted. They were donor conceived. They had what I call misattributed parentage. Maybe dad is not necessarily dad or maybe you thought dad was dad or maybe you never knew dad maybe you were raised by a single mom and dad was never in the picture um maybe you doubt dad is dad um maybe you know then going sort of historically people would say my grandpa was found abandoned on a doorstep in 1932 i want to know what his story is and i could do that i could look back at the dna because again your DNA contains your parents' DNA and their parents' DNA. And, it you know, you can go all the way back and you can sort of triangulate and put together the story. And it's become sort of a phenomenon as you, as you can well imagine. So I'd been doing it for a period of time before it became the phenomenon. So people, people had been coming to me for a period of time before that.
0: It's actually really amazing because I've been watching some shows and stuff where, like, people find out they have all these siblings they never knew about. Or, like, you said, like, they didn't know if dad was actually dad biologically. Um, and it's, I feel like it can be this Pandora's box in some way. It's like, do you see people that maybe like they want to know, but sometimes they don't want to know either?
1: Well, this is the thing before I would help anybody. I ask them sort of a series of questions, like, what would you do if, and I do this with everybody and everybody who knows me knows that I do this because I kind of ask the same thing, the same sort of general questions. And I ask questions that test them to see how they would react. Well, what would you do if you found out your dad is not your dad, but it's your dad's best friend?
0: Oh, (laughs)
1: You think things like that haven't happened?
0: I mean, that's, that's, it has to, well, we're going to get into some stories. I'm sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, but I'm, but I give them a whole, well, what would you do if you found out dad's not dad and it's this man and that guy wants you to start calling him dad. Wow. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want, you got to be, you know, I've got people who are not prepared and i you're not ready yet. And I've got people who were like, I just, I need to know, I need to know the story I don't care what, what, you know, it doesn't matter. I need to know.
0: Right. What do you where does where do where do people tip on that scale is it more of like I need to know or the lack of need preparation to need to they know need, need to know
1: They need to know. They really need to know their identities are just a mess like they don't they don't feel they you know the the in the end when people do find something out and they're like oh I always knew it maybe they suspected it and then but they always knew. They always felt like something was off or they didn't quite belong or something didn't make sense. And then everything makes sense. Now I know why grandma treated me differently than ah. she treated my brother, right? She didn't mean to. She just knew that she wasn't really grandma. She was mm. step-grandma and that there was a different You know, Something, again, something is always off for these people. And it's not until they learn the story. And sometimes the story could, doesn't matter what you find. It doesn't matter if you, you know, some people like, well, what if you find out they're a murderer? And I'm like, oh, okay. But again, for the person who's looking, they never care. It doesn't matter. Maybe they're not going to want to hang out with them, but they still need to know. And they are just so much more settled after
0: yeah. um,
1: every time, every time.
0: So after you ask the questions, what's the next step in the process? Like people agree to it or what, how does it go?
1: So if I think that they are at a time in their life where, again, they've done some, we've kind of gone back and forth and they'll work well with me. Cause I don't, you know, some people I'm like, I'm not right. I'm not the right fit for you. Like I can't take on you know, if you're like, I'm going to find this person and I'm going to show up at their work and I'm going to, and I'm like, Oh. Oh yeah, no, that's not, I don't do that. I don't like, that's not in this game. No. So no, it's not, I'm not the right person for you. If you're, if you're ready to do it, you're going in like that, going in hot. Um, we're, we have to have an understanding. There's some respect here that has to happen. And so generally once we agree to do it, um, I have them take if they haven't already, a DNA test. So generally I would, I would recommend them take a, a 23andMe test and mm-hmm. an ancestry test. And um, those are about a hundred bucks each. And then I kind of wait for the results of those to come back because really I have to see what kind of what's involved. How long is it gonna take? I can look right away and say, you know, you've got close DNA matches. It's gonna be pretty easy for me to figure out who's who. And I had a woman just this weekend who had a DNA test, her results came back and she was like, you know, how long is it going to take you? What's it going to cost? You know, she's got all these co- sort of questions. Yeah. And I said, I, I can't tell you until I see it because I'm going to tell you it's, you know, going to be a slam dunk and I, ha- I don't even know what you have yet, you know, to work with. And when her results came back, she was looking for, she was adopted and looking for her biological parents. Her biological mother had also taken a da- uh, ancestry DNA test, like she had. And it was a direct match. I logged in, very top, it says mother. Full Whoa. Name right there. That's the second time that's happened to me in the last three, four years.
0: Wow. And
1: that's a good sign. I mean, mom must be looking for something too. Sure. Hoping that you'll test and connect. It'd be very rare if, if she gave a child up for adoption and then didn't realize that that's going to happen. I mean, in today's day, you know that that's what's out there. Yeah. Um, and I was ecstatic for her. I mean, I said, again, not knowing anything about the woman. I said, this is great. Like your goal of learning your story or finding out your medical history are probably going to happen. This is a very good sign. So, so once again, once somebody comes to me, then they do the DNA and then the DNA results come back. And then I kind of just work away until I figure it out. Um, and then I give them the information. Once I find out sort of who it is, Um, who the people are, the players. I do a kind of a background check on them and sort of try to figure out their story, whether it's based on just general open source records, marriage records, um, if they're alive or deceased. And then I look for the socials. Like that's the big player for me. I'm like, I want to see what's going on on Facebook, you know? Interesting. Yeah. And then I kind of oh, you know, okay, they look like they're really angry. Every single Facebook post is really angry. Or, you know, I had one woman, she was holding a puppy in her picture. And I go, look at her, she looks so nice. She hugs puppies, you know? And so then I give them all the information. I'm like, there you go. Like now you decide sort of, here's some tips on what you can do. And I don't call or message people on people's behalf. They have to be in a place where they can do it themselves. And if they want me to do it, then they're kind of probably not ready yet. And then we play the game of what would you do if, and then they, and they always want to do the next step always, regardless, they're like ready to go. Of course.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what is, well, how far down the family tree do you go? Is it based off of how they want to go or is it how far they want you to go? What is it?
1: If they're, if they're, so for now, if I'm, you know, I don't really do so much family tree work anymore for people. I do generally the biological family search. I see. Um, so if I did a family tree search, I would look at DNA matches and somebody in there is going to have a full tree. So I can, it's already been done. I mean, there's family trees for pretty much every family out there. We all have one out. Somebody's made one for you. Interesting. Um, for looking for family, I, I, you know, once I've located who they're looking for, that's pretty much where I stop. Um, sometimes people will come back and be like, "Well, now I know that's my dad. Can I get a family tree?" I'm like, "That's a whole other project."
0: Yeah. How but, you know? Have you noticed when people take the next steps? How how much of it has been pretty successful, and how much of it has been kind of heartbreaking or difficult?
1: Oh gosh, all of them are both. All of mm. them are difficult. All of them are heartbreaking. All of them are really, truly, in some ways, amazing as well. Um, But it also depends on what you consider success.
0: Correct. Um, Right. So what do you consider? What's that? Or what's their, what have you seen to be successful?
1: I consider a success when they have that, oh, now it all makes sense. Like now I've seen, I mean, I mean, never going to really be close. Let's say their biological father is deceased. So they're never going to meet them. Um, but they learn about him through other people. And they're like, see pictures or learn about his personality traits, things like that. It's when the person says, oh my gosh, I totally get it now. Like now everything makes sense. Now I understand why my mom was acting this way, or I understand why, you know, I was adopted. I didn't know either people. And I've met my, now I know why I had anxiety all through college and I met my biological mom and she had an anxiety disorder and it's, you know, things like that. Like everything is like, Oh, that's success. Not necessarily because some people they're like, I don't want to hang out with these people. (laughs) I have a mom and a dad.
0: Right. Right.
1: But I want to know, like, what's the story? How did you, how did I become a part of this world? What's, what were yeah. the circumstances? And th- that's the success when people can get all the answers they want. The heartbreaking part is when people go into it and they really want more. They just, they never had a dad. They, they want the really, relationship. They want, they know. do They And they want to be what, you know, like the, the, the prince riding through on a horse and, and rescuing them and being daddy and, you know, all of those things. Even people who are in their 50s, 60s and 70s, they have these dreams of what it could have been like to, to have a father that they've never had one. And, you know, they can be faced with rejection and they can be meet the person and it's not what they wanted. It's not what they imagined. And again, that's sort of part of the reason we play the game is to prepare them for that. Um, and that's, you know, it's disappointing for them. And then you have people who they find out here's mom and dad, but, oh my gosh, I didn't realize what's more important. I found out I have a brother. Right. And they have end up having this, like there's some sibling bond thing that happens between them because all the drama of what happened with the parents, let's say they're divorced or let's say there was an affair or there's an adoption. All of those things are, it's not part of this. This is a, the sibling thing is, is real and you're looking yeah. at each other like, I could have grown up with a brother or a sister or you maybe always wanted one. There's, it's a that's a really cool sort of ending that I love is when there's sort of a connection to somebody, even if it's yeah. not the parents, a cousin, or, you know, a second cousin even, really. It's just somebody in a biological relationship.
0: Is there a typical age that somebody how should I phrase this? Like the age of the person who reaches out to you, is it wide ranging or younger people, you know, older people?
1: So a lot of adoptees, you know, a lot of people who are adopted, um, there is a, a range, I would say from maybe 40 to 70, right? Because there's a lot of open adoptions now. Mm-hmm. And so there's not so much secrecy and there's not so much adoption there's not as much adoption anymore, right? After Roe v. Wade happened, there was the availability of birth control and abortions and all of these things. Sure. And so there weren't as many people in a situation that they are in, like, we're not as, there are not as many people in the situation today as there would have been in 1940 when those right. things weren't accessible. So you had a, a lot of adoptions back then and you had a lot of women who went away and had children. and those, those children and the children of those children are the people that come to me if it's adoption related. Now we have people who were donor conceived. So they were conceived oh. because mom went to the sperm bank. Lots and lots and lots, or same-sex couples who use a sperm bank, yeah. right? I've yeah. seen a story well,
0: where some guy has like 50 kids, you know? There's and, a ton and, of,
1: and, I mean, it's yeah. crazy, right? And so that you have those people who want to know their story and they want to know yeah. what's the, what's what's the story with 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 me. And so that's a different age range, right? That's people who are, you know, I don't um, help children. So I don't work with children sure. eight, under 18. Yeah. And you has anywhere from 18 to, you know, I mean, maybe 40 year olds really okay. who are in that donor conceived range. And then the people who dad's not dad, oof. So you have two sisters. I got ancestor DNA kits for Christmas and they both did it. And It comes back and it shows them as half siblings, not full siblings.
0: Okay, let's jump into that. There's a story. That though. happens
1: a lot. Okay. A lot. A lot? A lot. A lot. A lot. Probably 10% of the population is, is unknowingly a product of a misattributed um, parentage.
0: So like this, the person number. cheated on their spouse or whatever, or they had another or, person. Or,
1: or, or there's no affair, maybe necessarily. Mm-hmm. Maybe mom and dad um, were broken up at the time. Right, they weren't married, uh, I and, see. right? I or see. maybe it was, or it was mom and dad really didn't get married in 1972. They got married in 1974, but right, like there's there's a, a lot of reasons that it happens. Sometimes mom has had an affair, right, and sometimes the child is so young that they don't know that it's really stepdad,
0: mm. and
1: and dad has decided to raise the child as his own, and nobody speaks about they don't it.
0: Speak and about it. That's yeah. the
1: most. That's the most common. Mm. is that people just um mom, mom and dad knew and they just ha- haven't said anything. Um, it happens a lot. I and mean, how does that come out? There are I support mean, like, groups, there are support groups all over Seriously. Facebook. How yes. does that
0: come to a head like if the parents don't know oh, that their child goodness, has has found this out and then they confront them about it, you know?
1: Well, every again there's a, a, such a wide variety of stories. Um some people take a DNA test for fun. Yeah. Not expecting to find anything. Sure. And there's a, um, a man who, we have a podcast called Sex, Lies, and the Truth. And we interview some of these people who tell these stories. And there was a man who did an ancestry test for fun. And the results came back and a woman kept messaging him and saying, hey, we're closely related. Yeah. You know, how are we related? He was like, I don't know. And so she basically like, as, as time went by, she was sort of gently like saying, Were you adopted? Because, um, you know, this, do you know your whole family story? And he goes, Nope, wasn't adopted. Like, I, no, I know mom and dad, you know, I look like my dad. I don't, any, nothing's amiss. And as more time went by, she finally, as, as like a year had gone by, and she says to him, Look, my sister had a baby on this day, you know, uh, just making this night data April 12 1964 sh- she gave birth to this boy in this hospital and put him up for adoption and I think you're him I'm showing you I'm showing a, 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 I'm a I'm showing I'm an aunt to you basically on this test and he was like well I wasn't adopted but he was like but that's kind of weird because that is my birth date and that is where I was born and he asked his parents and at 48 years old, this guy's a cop for the Plano Police Department. He's worked for the bomb squad, finds out that his parents never told him he was adopted. Ever. And he would have never known he had he not, for known. fun, taken this test. And he is the one who found out, again, he's a police officer, finds out that his father, the bio- his biological father, was in prison for murder and wow. would be for the rest of his life. Now you think, oh my gosh, like that's a horrible ending, but it wasn't, because he was like, I've, I've been to a prison before. I'm a cop, like you know, yeah. I've, I've dealt with criminals before, and he went and met the guy, Whoa. and he was like, I really liked him. The guy's <laughs> never getting the guy's never getting out of prison for the rest of his life, and he was, you know, he's looking at the parents that raised him, these people. He was like, they, these people lied to me every day for my entire life. Yeah. And this guy comes out and tells me all of his misdeeds and everything he's done wrong, and owns up to why he's in prison. And he was like, and I kind of liked him, like huh. I, you know, I was like, well, okay, this guy's being honest with me. These people aren't. And wow. when he first met him, the guy walked in. He goes, "I was looking at myself as a seventy-year-old."
0: Oh like, my gosh! Me.
1: Because he was like, we look so much alike. Like just again, That's it's crazy, crazy, right? That's right, crazy. but but. That was not an unhappy ending for him. Like for him, he was like, it was an unhappy period of time when he was dealing with his parents and all of this. You know, there's a lot that has to go into kind of getting better from that. But it was, um, it was a not uncommon story. It happens all the time. I probably get three, four emails a a day from people who are trying to figure out what to do. What, what something is amiss something is wrong there's either hmm. they're again donor conceived they're adopted they want to know their story what's the process or they a lot of them have found out that something dad's not dad and mom and dad are both deceased so i need to find out who my real biological uh-huh. father is yeah so that's, wow. that's sort of the most, I know it happens. It's, cra- it's crazy. It sounds so crazy, doesn't it? It does I mean, sound
0: crazy. I mean, I have a connection to this kind of, be- well, I do because uh, we adopted our daughter uh-huh. and uh, it's open adoption. Like you said, there's a lot of that that goes on. So she knows a lot about right. her biological family, except for her biological father. She doesn't know anything because we don't Ooh. know anything right. uh, about it. But, you know, I said, we want to help you with this when you're older. Right. Right. And give you and now and by then the tools will be even greater, I'm sure. They will uh, be for doing that. Right. But and, uh, and finding
1: out and, and finding out like this is a thing. So once she is at a place where is it a, a girl?
0: Yeah, she's nine years old. Brother, yeah. Brother, yeah. Brother, mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that's sweet. Um, when she is older and she decides to sort of find that out, supporting her is yes. amazing, right? Because yes. again, she's gonna need you to Completely. support her because you don't know what she's going to find. And she needs to know that you understand that she needs to know a little bit about her biological story. She mm-hmm. has to know it. It doesn't yes. mean you're not mom and dad. Of course. It, you know, like those are the things I say. I'm like, it doesn't change any of that. No. But you know, no. like if, if I, I tell I tell the, you know, the sort of, you know, A different a different sort of generation of people, they're not supportive of this. They're like, I raised you, I did all these things for you. And you want to go out and you wanna, you know, throw all that aside to go, no, that's not what they're doing. No. It's not what they're doing. No,
0: no, not at all. And we actually we had so much great training from our adoption agency about all of this and knew so we know so many adopted families that we had like this great support system from day one about what to do, how to treat it, the whole thing. And my daughter is so proud to be adopted. She loves it. And we, but we've talked about it from day one. I mean, we got her when she was, you know, a month That's old, the
1: way you do it.
0: That's the way you do it. Right. You do and, it. Uh,
1: yes. It doesn't, it, if, when you don't see, this is what happens. And this is from my experience of having done a lot of these cases, when you don't from the beginning, these adoptees have get that lost feeling. Like they have, a, even if you say, Oh, I told them when they were, you know, 18, yeah. like, well, I know, but then they had a period <laughs> of time between zero and 18 where they, there's just, there's something that they, yeah. they feel. And it's, it, when it's addressed early, as early as you can yeah. possibly address it, it takes, it takes all of the angst and the anxiety yeah. of it, it just removes all of it.
0: Right, exactly. So exactly. I'm very impressed, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we, you know, it's funny. It's like, you know, we we keep, we have all these items from her birth mother that, you know, we keep on her nightstand and stuff and we tell her how much she loves her. And we've, you know, we've really had this very strong relationship. Um, but I can't imagine these other things where it's like the half sibling, that thing's strange to me. Like,
1: I'm, it is the, it is I can't the believe so common. God. I know. And and I. when people say to me, they're like, oh, your work's going to dry up. Everybody knows about DNA now. And I'm like, yeah, people are still <laughs> having sex and they're still lying about it. And they always, it will. Like That's, that's going to
0: continue, Christina. <laughs>
1: it don't, it don't, it's not going to end. <laughs> people are so, going to stop that. <laughs> no, they're not. And so, um, uh, yes, those things are coming out more. But, you know, again there's a lot, so much shame that's involved in it, mm. that those stories you're not hearing as much as you would uh, hear the beautiful endings to the, you know, the, right. I was adopted and I found, you know, the shows that you see, Long Lost Family. You, oh yeah, some of these other, watch that. Um, who yeah. do you think you are? All of those, you know, they're tearjerkers, right? Yeah, they're just they like, are. I cry on, there was a point where I, I couldn't watch it. I said, <laughs> I was I was in the depth of, of, of close friends adoption case. And I was at the very end and we were waiting for the parents to respond. He just sent letters to them and he was waiting for them to respond. And this one episode came on of long lost family. And I got about five minutes and I go, turn it off. I can't watch it. It's way too much. I'm like, I'm, I'm fragile right now. You know, I just, you know, yeah. and I, i get, I get, I get, you can't not, but I get How very involved not? in the cases. Yeah. You, you keep, I just, I am so thankful that people are entrusting me and they're coming to me for the really one of the biggest things that they're Ugh. ever gonna deal with. And they're giving me a lot of, of room to help them, you know, make some decisions. And I'm always super thankful that I'm part of it. And of course, at the very end, I'm, you know, super professional during the whole thing and because I don't wanna mess it up. And yeah. then when it's over, I'm like, cry my eyes out just yeah. because I'm like, oh my God, that was so sad. Or it was so emotional, it was so amazing. I can't, you know, and, and I'm like, I can't wait to like, you know, a lot of times People are so happy and thankful regardless of what they found that they are okay with me sharing the story Yeah, because I'm like, I have to tell the story about this one guy. And then this happened and this happened, you know, I, um, I love doing it and it's, it is sort of a weird niche in, in a odd yeah. job, <laughs> um, but there are not enough of me.
0: I mean, there are people,
1: there are sort of these search angels that are volunteers that help people find biological family. But sometimes people will come to me, maybe they're a high profile person, or there's somebody where they, they're not vote. they're not going to go into a Facebook group and hire, and have a volunteer, have all of their private information, their birth certificate, their DNA, you know, those things, they would rather hire somebody who's insured to and feel a little more sure that it's their privacy is going to be protected. And yeah. um, so, but there are not, there definitely are not a lot of me. Sometimes I'm trying to spread it out. I'm like, yeah. I think you need to go back to the, the search angels to help you. Like sure. I, there's too many. Um, wow. But I do like, but I do like doing it.
0: I mean, it, it sounds crazy? like, I it.
1: know you're, you're like, what? The this heck? is un-
0: because you're getting like crazy stories all the time. What's the craziest story? Like, what's the big one?
1: I know. Well, first, can I tell you about one that was in my own family?
0: Oh my goodness. Yes.
1: I know. So a couple of years ago, you know, of course I've done DNA and I know who all my first cousins are. I, I mean, a first cousin is somebody who you share grandparents with. And so I know who my grandparents are on both sides and I know who their children are and then the children of them and of them. So I can tell you that I have 12 cousins and I have, you know, Six aunts and three uncles. You know, I, I know, I know that, that immediate family. And I logged into Ancestry DNA one day. And as I scrolled through, I can see my mom and my dad because they've both taken a test. And I can see his siblings and half siblings. And then I see um, a photo in a little circle of a man. And next to it, it said Anthony Gomes. And I said, first cousin, never heard of him. And I was immediately knew that it was somebody with a misattributed parentage, somebody who was adopted, somebody who had, I did not know for a reason. And I should have, I should know everybody. And I thought something's going down, right? And I was so excited about it though, because I thought, wow, if this is a person who, let's say he's adopted, wants to know his family story, Look who his cousin's going to be. It's going to be me. <laughs> like he's coming right to the source. He's coming. And so, and so I sent a message right away and said, "I see you don't have a family tree. I don't know if I said I'm happy to share mine to see how we connect." And he's wrote back that day and said, "I actually don't know. I don't have a family tree. I was adopted in 1968 and I don't know and I was born in I believe he's born in Stockton or French Camp, California. And I don't know who my biological family is. And so I wrote back and said, do you want to call me? <laughs> and he said, okay. And he called me and he told me the story of, of what he knew. And um, he said, I had my, my fiance gave me this ancestry DNA test to find out my ethnicity. And he said, and he's mixed race. And so I think that was, uh, for me, I'm not. And so when I saw his picture, I was like, who do we have here?
0: You're like, what happened? Who there? do we have here? What do well, we have I was, going on here?
1: I, I, knew, I knew there was something good, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I said, so he, so he was looking to see what his ethnicity, ethnicity was. And when he did it, he didn't realize that it also gave you the option to see DNA matches. And so he was like, whoa, he started seeing names and pictures and, of people because he knew nothing. And, you know, he had, was adopted and had never been told anything about anybody. And so he called me and I, sa- I said, well, the good news is, is I do this. So I'm going to be able to find out who your biological parents are. And then I said, bad news is I'm like the best thing in this family. After me, it's like all downhill. <laughs> so I don't know who you're getting, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be in your, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yes. And then I remember saying, you know, you're going to be close. You're going to be a close relative of mine. Um, And I said, you know, I did a quick little bit of research and and found that he matched my mom as well. So I knew he was related to me on my mom's side. And I was, I pretty quickly knew that he was the son of my mom's brother. So he would be my uncle's son. And I was also sure my uncle did not know.
0: Whoa.
1: I was very sure. I don't think my uncle would um, have given up a a child for adoption.
0: Right. He just Um, didn't know that the person he was with had a child. mm
1: -mm. And so I called my uncle and I went, I basically told him, hey, this guy reached out to me. And I said, could it have been one of your half brothers? I knew it wasn't. The DNA was measuring as a full first cousin. And I knew that it was, I knew that it was, my mom had one full brother and then she had some halves. I knew it wasn't one of the halves, but I was sort of throwing it at him and he goes, well, it could have been Paige or it could have been Barry, but you know, no, unless I have a son I don't know about. And the second he said it, I said, you have a son you don't know about. And he said, what do I do? And I said, you're gonna be cool. You're gonna, what does he want? I don't even know, You know, he's, he's got a mom and a dad, right? But I say, you're gonna answer his questions. And you're going, if he says he wants to meet you, or maybe he doesn't want to meet you, I, I don't know what he wants yet, but I'm like, you're going to do it. And he was like, okay, I'll do it. And they, you know, I, I basically talked to, um, and my uncle's name is Reed. And so I talked to my new cousin and I said, you know, this is the only person who I've, you know, have told the person ahead of time. Like it was in my own family. So I kind of had to tell my uncle, I'm like, this is sort of, what's going on and i said to my new cousin i said i know who your dad is (laughs) and this is who it is and here's his phone number and he's expecting your call and they talked on the phone and my uncle did amazing he was great he basically you know answered all of his questions and um kind of was like, I don't quite remember who the biological mom is. Right. Um, It was 1969. I was like an 18 year old. You know, he's like, I don't really remember. But he did remember that there was one Latina girl. Uh, And I remember I told you my cousin was race mixed race. And so I said, he said, I do remember this one woman. But he was like, and I said, what was her name? He goes, I don't know her name. How would I remember that? Yeah. And I said, okay. Like he kind of was thinking and thinking, and and he really couldn't remember. And then, so of course, I had to do the whole DNA research to find out who the mom was, and then um, and did find out the mom was not welcoming. To um, she was not. She, um, nice. she she for a million reasons. Um, we believe, uh, you know, she was she was quickly pregnant again after with another man. And um, married him, and um, didn't want you know. I think I think her husband knew about this other baby at the time, but um, she, you know her children her children didn't know she had older children the same age as my cousin Anthony. They didn't know, and um, she just was never able to. Her husband did not want her to have a relationship at all, or to ever meet this child again. Mm. And so she really was sort of put off by it It was one of the few times where I've had somebody so resistant to meeting. However, she, her mother was still alive at like 99 years old and had known about this child and was, I'm going to, I'm going to meet this baby. I'm going to, he's a 48 year old. Now I'm meeting him, you know, it was just, and so he did, he wasn't able to meet the biological mother ever, but he met grandma. And he met her. She died about a year later um, after her her 100th birthday party. He was able to attend that. Amazing. And, um, but he's, but he got me. He got me as a cousin. And he's really, he's really one of my closest relatives to me. I talk to him all the time. And he's like, he is like, he's like a brother, really. Um, Very, very close. And there is one in everybody's family. Oh, there is a person in everybody's family who was is somehow looking to understand something about their biological story and that's why I tell people I'm like oh you're going to do a DNA test and somebody's going to be adopted or somebody's going to be looking for something and they're you're going to be the you're going to be the key happens every time (laughs) and in a good way I'm like you know you got to you got to got to kind of help these people along sometimes people like will completely try to like hide it or you know push it under the rug. I'm like, oh you can't you kinda can't do that. I mean, no. they're gonna find out anyways. Yeah. You know, you, you kinda have to be cool.
0: Wow. Help
1: them out a little bit.
0: What a story. What a family story.
1: <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? So that's my new cousin Anthony.
0: Anthony, you're the man. <laughs> it's a awesome. Man. Yeah. That's a man. and then you have guys that have such a good relationship. How sweet is that? That's amazing. It's
1: great. I mean I told and I and it's so great too because he's brought so much to my life. And um, you know it's funny. He'll like text and be like, "What's going on?" Blah blah blah. And like you know, we will FaceTime on Thanksgiving. I'm like, "See, we missed all these all these Thanksgivings, yeah. all, all these things." Ugh. Our kids are the same age. I'm like, "Look at now, they're like cousins and they're Instagram friends and they're TikTok friends and all those things." You amazing. know, I know it is amazing.
0: Wow, you can never have enough love in your life. You know, you get that you can't, and regardless of how it happened, I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing.
1: Well, I know how it happened. <laughs> I exactly of course you know
0: how it happened you definitely know how it happened and it hit your own backyard which is incredible you know like
1: it'll happen it'll happen again i'm sure that there are yeah. more in my family as there are in everybody yeah. so so what
0: was uh what was one of the more shocking ones that you dealt with um in your work
1: Oof. you know there was this one woman who uh found out that her father wasn't her father mm-hmm. and she asked me to find out who it was and looking at her DNA, I could see a bunch of second and third cousins. So I was, as I was piecing them together, I, you know, started at like great grandparents and I build my way down and I get to three men. I was like, one of these three men are her father. And the, again, when I started on her DNA, I was in like Canada, you know, that's where, the, that's just, that's where I was yeah. building the tree starting from there. And I kind of end up, you know, end up here and then, oh, well, look at all three brothers lived in the same state as mom. Yeah. And then I get to the very end and I track these three men trying to find out which of them could be the father. And I find that one of the men had lived next door to her mm. growing up. And so mom had been messing around with the neighbor oh. and got pregnant. And so she was um, She was literally like, I grew up next to my biological father my like whole life. I used to hang out with my, now I know is my half sister. She was my best <laughs> friend growing up. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, it is super crazy. And I remember being like, wait a second, where did this guy live? And I go, it was the house next door. And I go, most of the time it's people's work. Yeah. Most of the time people overlap it like they're like oh it's we work together at the packing the packing company yeah. whatever it was um and this time it was the neighbor wow <laughs> my uh a woman who i do my podcast with i found her biological father for her and he was the realtor <laughs> What? Wait a it minute. was her mom's wait a minute I know,
0: I know. <laughs> hey he was the realtor
1: <laughs> her mom had a relationship with her and her husband's realtor and had an affair and she was conceived and when she asked me to again I'm trying I find her biological father and I go I wonder how her mom came about this guy where'd she find this guy was it work was it whatever and I found out that he'd been a realtor and I said I bet you he was the realtor I bet you that's how she met him and I it, I'm not kidding that ended up being what it was and I go you know what? Those realtors, it used to be like, it used to be like realtors. the milkman, yeah. right? Now it's the realtors. <laughs> you yeah,
0: gotta watch out for those realtors. <laughs>
1: like, I'm telling you. It's a hot <laughs> it market good.
0: right now too.
1: <laughs> it is, well, it is. I'm in the Bay area, so it, San Francisco took a little hit, but now it's starting to, it's on fire again.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's literally. It's <laughs> all <Yeah. laughs> so these people exactly. hooking up with each other and stuff. You oh
1: know, my God, what? it was crazy.
0: Wow, I mean, you're just getting hit with like crazy story after crazy story, you know? I know,
1: but you know what? This is the thing too: is it's a story of all of them are a story, and because you never know what people are going to find. There's so much chaos and family drama, and people who are involved that have no part of it. You know, that it's like they have an opinion, but I'm like, you're not even part of the story. You know, move off a little bit, and people that have their opinions about. Whether or not you should find biological family or leave them alone, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot to say about it. But in the end, the more empathy you have for each other in in, in all parts of this, the easier it the process goes. And um, you know, some people come into these with great coping skills and a huge, huge support system around them. So they can sort of take on these things. And then you run into people who don't. And it's, it can be very difficult to finish, you know, sort of the story yeah. or the process when you're working with people who just can't cope at yeah. all. Yeah, You know, they don't, have, they don't have the resources emotionally to deal with it. So it could be a little bit um, difficult to wade through that. Um, but the, the sort of the end of the story is just be kind, just yeah. really be nice to each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because you, like I say, you're going to have one in your own family or you're going to want to know something one day and it doesn't matter what you find again, like with the example of the guy who found a father who was a murderer, Yeah. you know, you don't know what you're going to find, but be, just be kind and be be cool about it um, and it makes it a lot easier because it's not it, it is in every it is every family dynamic has this in there every every religious group every racial group every socioeconomic group it doesn't matter if you're educated or not educated it doesn't matter it's everywhere and you, you can't really go into it with a lot of biases because it's, it will come back. Will I mean, again, back. like people yeah. are like, oh, I don't got this in my family. I know my whole entire family tree. I'm, I, I go back to Napoleon. I'm like, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh, no, we, you know, people have, they're so sure about their family story. And I yeah. go, I can tell you right now that it would be a miracle if there was not something wrong in your family tree.
0: Right. If it was just a straight line, no, that way. that's, that doesn't no. seem possible. I mean, I, it's
1: impossible. I mean, yeah. you know, I have a pretty good family tree and I have the DNA to match it. So I can, I can track pretty far back. I can see, Oh, I have a DNA match. I mean, they're like a seventh cousin, but they also have the set my seventh great grandfather in their family tree. So that's a hit, you know, like they've got there their way, they got their, by making their family tree. I got there by making my family tree. We get to the same person and we match by DNA. It's probably a pretty solid match. Yeah. Um, but there is no clean tree. There's wow. not. There's <laughs> no, no clean
0: trees, people. No.
1: Oh, no, there's not. Don't think there is. <laughs> or no, I'll no. find, I'll find, I'll find something in yours.
0: She will find it. She will find it. I will it. find it. Christina, thank you so much. This is pretty amazing
1: actually oh,
0: thanks yeah i'm actually one of the crazier episodes of like information finding out and stuff <laughs> great stories just amazing you're you're amazing i i love the work you're doing thank you're you. helping people you're welcome you're yeah. helping people and that's that's what it's all about you know it is it so is. thanks for being on i really appreciate it
1: thank you